Today we're talking about real self-confidence. So this is that feeling of, here I am, totally satisfied, fully alive, highly connected, passionate, creative, self-assured, I'm grounded, but also expansive, and I'm calm, but also wild, I'm unpredictable, but I'm also stable. And then most importantly, I'm fully owning my trans identity, and I'm emanating with a sort of, here I am, this is me. I've got nothing to prove, nothing to hide, and I'm just at peace with who I am. Okay, so let's talk about this. Because how easy is it for us to feel the opposite of completely satisfied and in love with ourselves? I mean, hello, this is like one of the major themes of the transgender experience. It's like we get into this small little insecure bubble and we say, ooh, is it okay for me to be this? <laughs> or we go in the opposite direction and then we puff ourselves up and we say, oh yeah, look at me. Like, look at how radical and amazing I am. <laughs> but those are just superficial expressions of self-confidence, right? So one is deficient or lacking. And it says, you are better than me. And then the other is over the top and it says, I am better than you. So it's got sort of an arrogant undertone to it. And so of course, regardless of which category you fall into, you're just not gonna have, in those moments, you're not gonna have access to that sense of magic, exhilaration and inner connection that comes from real self-confidence. And the reason for that is because self-confidence, when interpreted literally, well, it's not actually doing you any favors. It's like, here, let's take this weak, flawed, impermanent, neurotic, traumatized, little human creature, and then, yeah, let's just place all our confidence in that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like we forget that our humanity is nothing more than this superficial, chaotic bundle of craziness. <laughs> or maybe that's just my experience of being a human. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're telling me that what you're after is self-confidence, then I would say, well, good freaking luck. <laughs> now watch out because self-confidence in the traditional sense, it's built on a foundation of comparison. And if all you've got is your self-confidence, then your sense of worth and value is gonna be forever tied to your status within the context of your peers. So yeah, in my experience, that's why traditional self-confidence isn't actually as helpful as you may think it is. And that's why the first step to developing true self-confidence is to completely disregard everything you've ever heard about the term. <laughs> and then while your brain is deleting all those old files, I want you to consider a far superior virtue. And that is self-compassion. And then in a few minutes, we'll circle back around and we'll weave all of this uh, together into developing true self-confidence, or at least what I'm calling true self-confidence. Okay, so here are two reasons why self-compassion is superior to self-confidence. So first, 
Self-compassion has nothing to do with comparison. Whereas self-confidence pins you against everyone else, self-compassion connects you to everyone else. And that's because self-compassion is rooted in a sense of shared humanity and an intuitive recognition of our inner connectedness. And also self-compassion evolves out of a recognition that what I'm going through is also what you're going through. Like sure, it might look or sound different, but underneath it all, we are walking the same path. So the second reason is that it is appropriate in all situations. Whereas self-confidence only really shows up in those high moments, self-compassion is always there. From crisis to peak experiences, self-compassion is constantly relevant, which is amazing because now you have something that you can actually rely on. Whereas you can't truly rely on your mental and emotional stability, and you can't rely on your status or relevance, what you can rely on is your ability to tenderly hold yourself. You can absolutely can learn how to develop a consistently safe place within yourself where you are just relentlessly kind and gentle to yourself, regardless of what you're going through. So in my opinion, that's why self-compassion absolutely trumps self-confidence. It's like, here you are, this sweet little creative being who's highly sensitive, just trying to find your place in the world. And there's so much being asked of you and you're doing everything you can. And so, yeah, of course, you're gonna feel insecure at times. Of course, you're gonna feel overwhelmed. Like, hello, this is completely normal considering the circumstances. Like that's the voice of self-compassion, right? So instead of trying to puff yourself up and pretend like you're something you're not, my suggestion is to just commit to being kind to yourself. Just work on creating a safe place within yourself and learn how to have supportive and nurturing inner dialogue. And so in my experience, that's gonna be so much more helpful than having this so-called self-confidence. And if this topic of self-compassion resonates with you, then you're in luck because there's so many resources out there for you. Uh, self-compassion by Kristen Neff is a popular book, which I'll link to in the description. But there's all there's so many people who have committed themselves to teaching about this topic. So really you are just a Google search away from going down that compassionate rabbit hole. Okay, so now that we have a more solid foundation to stand on, compassion, and we recognize that before you can have this true confidence, you have to have a foundation of compassion. So now let's revisit this idea of self-confidence. So in the traditional sense, self-confidence implies confidence in the individual self, right? So you, the personality, the body, the mind, this is the self that you should be confident in. And, but as we already covered, that's not helpful. And so, but what if we were to flip our perspective around and say, okay, confidence in the self or 
the universal self. So if that's what we're talking about, then, hey, this term self-confidence just got a whole lot more interesting because now you can consider your relationship with and connection to this non-specific, all-pervasive, universal life force, which is emanating from within all living beings. And then as you pair that recognition of your innate wisdom and inherent power, and you pair that with this warm and safe inner sanctuary, which is a result of practicing self-compassion, well, now you've got an incredibly beautiful and synergistic combination. So on one hand, you're deeply rooted in the source of all things. And then on the other, you're compassionately connected to your individual humanity. And now you're resting in the unchanging, immutable, all-pervasive truth of your being and you're also giving yourself permission to show up as this totally messy and imperfect, chaotic human being that you are. And so that right there is what I believe true self-confidence is all about. You place your confidence in your eternal nature and you shower yourself with unconditional compassion. And when things get rough and you're feeling down, that's okay. Just remember, this is how life goes. We go up and we go down. But throughout it all, there we are. We're being kind and gentle with ourselves all along the way. All right, my friend. See you in the next one.